The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Mr. Jonathan, what's the first story tonight? Good evening, Alan. Our first story tonight centers around geek icon Kevin Smith. Uh-oh. On Sunday, uh, in between, he was doing two shows. He's performing uh, comedy shows, and he was actually filming on Sunday um, a special. And in between the first and second show, he turned out he was having a a massive... I don't know what a Marsif is, but a massive <laughs> heart attack. Uh, he was rushed to the hospital. They put a stent into one of his arteries, and um, he's doing fine right now. But, yes, Kevin Smith on Sunday had a massive heart attack, uh, what they call the Widowmaker. He's uh, lucky to be alive. Mm. How old is he? Do you know? Did it say? Um, no, I think he's 47 or 8. He's not that much older than you and I. Son of a uh, gun. Right, and, and the thing 47, is, I got it here, August 2, 1970. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, I mean, when I heard about it, I was, like, you and I aren't huge Kevin Smith fans. Right. I mean, the guy has a huge following. Right. Um, but I do appreciate Kevin Smith for for kind of what he's done for the geek world. Um, and you got to marry a guy that, that took everything he owned and he made a movie with his friends. And it became so hugely popular as Clerks did. Uh, I'm not uh, by far a clerkophile. I don't love the movie. I don't bow down to the to the mastery that is Clerks. Um, but I respect for I respect him for two reasons: a that he was able to do that, and b that he was able to turn that into a career, and because he kind of sh- he kind of brought geekdom and being a nerd or a geek or a comic book reader. I wouldn't say he made it cool, but he definitely made it more acceptable. Oh, I agree with you. Um, yeah, so I, I have huge respect for the guy. Um, Chasing Amy's is actually Chasing Amy, not Amy's, but Chasing Amy is actually one of my favorite um, romantic comedies. Um, and you and I both love uh, J.S. Hop Hop Strike Back. Right. Um, but yeah, so it, it, the news, I, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago about how we would feel. Um, if St- when Stanley passed, and I was like, I really don't know because I really don't think about what, St- what Stanley means to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I kind of felt that way with Kevin Smith. Like, I'm not going to take the day off, but I was like, man, I really hope he doesn't die. You know, I was like, it really made me think about his contribution to to geekdom and nerd culture, and um, just uh, how, how much I do respect and appreciate what he's done. I don't think you and I would be on the microphone right now, um, not maybe directly because of him, but. Because of things he set in motion and put forward. Yeah, Kevin Smith is one of those movie guys that, like you said, he he embraced what he liked, didn't hide from it, um, put it in his movies, a lot of his movies. And uh, he's one of those guys that also uh, made the transition to writing comic books and and to be vocal about what he liked. And uh, yeah, to be a young guy, I, I totally agree with you, to... To put your money on the line and and make a movie like Clerks as as what it did and and because it was so different as well, uh, it, to become very popular, yeah, man, that, that was totally awesome. And to you know to hear anyone get sick, it it's it's terrifying, you know. 
it human it makes you more vulnerable when you think about things but but let me let me ask you this knowing kevin smith and i know you don't know him personally but his background of of his maybe his lifestyle were you shocked that that this happened to him i was a little shocked because he um and let me just say this because i grew up maybe 20 minutes away from where kevin smith grew up so i think that's why it, it's a little bit more meaningful for me because he's 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 one of the shore guys, you know. He's a, he's a guy from the shore. Obviously, I never met him or anything like that. But yeah, you know, I've been to his comic shop and all this other stuff. And before it was a TV show. Um, I got my favorite Nightwing statue actually there at the Secret Stash. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was a little shocked because you got to remember about uh, maybe eight years ago, maybe a little less, five years ago, he got kicked off of the airplane because he was too big for his seat. Oh right. Do you remember yeah. that happening? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And. Um, you know, and he he kind of instead of hiding from it, he's like, "Yeah, this is happening. I'm a fat dude," and uh, he's I mean, he's always embraced his fatness. Sure. Um, but he went on to lose about 85 pounds. He's a lot slimmer now. Um, so I was a little surprised because he did lose that weight, uh, and he actually did a, a video that I watched yesterday mm-hmm. from the hospital, saying, you know, he basically said that to the doctor. He goes, "You know, doc, I'm a little surprised because I lost." He goes, "Well." This has been happening, you know, the, your, artery, your arteries will just clog overnight. It's right. been happening for years. Yeah. So, um, and, and apparently his father died of a massive heart attack, so it, there's something in the family regarding heart issues. Um, so, yeah, I guess you could say I was a little surprised. Uh, he was even saying how he got those kind of tweets, like, well, what do you expect to happen the way you live and stuff like People are just awful sometimes <laughs> on social media. Well, the guy just had a heart attack and people are like, well, what did you expect? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It hit home because, you know, we're in the same age range. We, we, we're yeah. similar in what we like. We lived 20 minutes apart from each other. Sure. And, you know, it's it's hard to think of yourself at any, you know, whenever when I was 30, I'm like, man, I can't believe I'm 30. When I was 40, I was like, man, I can't believe I'm 40. You just start to think like that. And um, I'm like, man, here's a guy that's my age, just like me. And he's just doing his thing. And, you know, all of a sudden he has a heart attack. Yeah. So you're right. It is an eye opener. And, of course, um, you know, just everybody should should think about their health and and just think about you know tomorrow. Yeah, for sure, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but you know, and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago about Stanley being sick in the hospital, and I'll tell you what, obviously not to the level of Stanley, but I think if and when Kevin Smith goes, I think it's going to hit the geek world, the nerd world, um, mm-hmm. in some fashion. You know what I mean? In yeah. some some fashion. I mean, I felt it, and like I said, I'm not a, I'm not trying to be you know mean or anything. I I just think his. His movies, most of his movies and his brand of humor doesn't relate to what I like. So I don't like a lot of his stuff. I don't hate his stuff. It's just not for me. But I did really enjoy Chasing Amy. And um, I left I left a lot at Chase on Pop Strike Back. <laughs> you um, know, what I do like about Kevin Smith is he's, he's a very daring guy. He did try to do movies that were just very, very different, you know, and, and, and making themes that were just not not big at the time to to do nerd stuff is not a, not like a uh, something you did do back then you know but i thought he did daring stuff and and i think he does what he wants to do you know yeah, and he's exactly he's, he's open about being, he's open about being a fat guy he's open mm-hmm. about um you know being a nerd and, and, and loving comic books and you know he wasn't he didn't give a crap about putting his wife who's not really an actress in one of his movies and mm-hmm. he just doesn't care he does what he wants he's like if you like it great if you don't okay yeah but yeah. i got to do what i love you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah so he's, he's and, and look he's been making a living he's probably more famous now for his 
his uh, appearances and, and speaking engagement. I mean, he does like 90 podcasts. <laughs> so, um, you know, he's probably more famous for that than his movies now. Yeah. But the fact that Clerks is about 25 years old at this point and new people are discovering it, you know, teenagers and young kids, people are discovering it and loving it. It, it says something about the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's a bad movie because I don't like it. It just doesn't hit my likes when it comes to a movie. But it, there's obviously something there for it to be this popular for so long. Right. Yep. I feel so like get welcome, Smith, from yeah, the Nerd better, buddy. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. What else? All right. Next story. Aquaman might be good. Get the <laughs> f out of here. <laughs> so Aquaman is. Where did you read this garbage? You, you texted it to me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, Aquaman is due out in December. It's the only DC movie scheduled this year, um, which would have some people worried after. They had two or three movies released last year, and they had more on the slate for this year, but for the reasons were canceled. Um, but early screenings come out, and word is it's actually a good movie. That's crazy that they got one movie coming out this year, and it's coming out like December of this year. Yeah, I mean it's it's way way out there. You know, it's it's bizarre. I mean, why ah, even doing test screenings? Isn't isn't that still early to be uh, you know a whole ten months away from the release date? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the film was finished pretty early, and I, I mean, maybe maybe they got hurt with Justice League where they were like up to the last minute getting that thing done. But then Aquaman's like, you know, let's get it done by February. <laughs> let, it sit, let it sit for a couple of uh, months. Yeah, maybe we'll give them time to make some adjustments as needed too. Maybe. Yeah, maybe or maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, who's to say? Um, but let's just give a quick background on the movie. I know uh, what it is. They, 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 they start the movie off with Aquaman without a beard. So for, <laughs> from now until December, their special effects guy wiping that out. But anyway. Oh, my God. He's going to have Superman mouth <laughs> at the beginning of the movie? <laughs> That's going to be the thing. <laughs> That's going to be the new thing, Superman yeah. mouth? <laughs> yeah. uh. So Aquaman obviously stars Jason Momoa as Aquaman Arthur Curry. Amber Heard is back as Mara. Nicole Kidman plays his mother, Queen Atlanta. William Defoe plays uh, Volko, who's kind of like a like a, an advisor, I guess. Dolph Lundgren, who's gonna have seems like he's having a great year because he's gonna be in the Creed. <clears throat> he's gonna be in the Creed uh, sequel. Dolph Lundgren is uh, the King Nearest, and uh, Patrick Wilson is Ocean Master, and one more. Um, where's his name? Oh, I'm gonna screw this up. Yeah, yeah. Yahya Abdul Mateen the second is Black Manta. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, so it's gonna be cast. Yeah, Ocean Master and Black Manta. Mm-hmm. Um, and also um Tamaru Morrison, who played Django Fett, is playing his father, Thomas Curry. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty cool. Hmm. Uh yeah, so uh, we don't know what it's about yet. No one knows what it's about yet. Um the assumption is it's about him taking over and accepting his role. That's King of Atlantis at some point. Nice. Uh, Jeff Johns. No Aqualad. Uh, no Aqualad yet. Mm-hmm. Jeff Johns wrote the story. Screenplays by a guy named Will Beale. And it's directed by James Wan. Known primarily for um, Saw, Furious mm-hmm. 7, and mm-hmm. The Con. So the guy, I mean, James Wan got a good uh, pedigree. Right. Hey, yeah. didn't he do uh, The Conjuring? Yes, he did Conjuring 1 and 2. He did Fast 7 or Furious 7, whatever it's called. Right. It's Saw. I like Conjuring. uh, That was good. Yeah. 
Was it good? I don't, I don't watch horror movies. So that was good. I would say like the last the, the last decade, it was a, a legitimately good scary movie. Not like Saw was gore. You know, a lot of yeah, movies today yeah. is like the gore factor, and right. this one didn't have that at all. This was it. It played with you. You know, I have fun stories. Of, if we ever talk about this movie in detail, I got some good stories about what happened to a movie theater. It's pretty funny. But no, I'm telling you, I'm not going to see The Conjuring. I don't go see horror movies. It's, it's a good one. I mean, if if there's one, if I'm you sure want to get good. scared, that one, that one, that one scared me. I couldn't. If I want, no, if I want to get scared, I'll look at my. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's got a decent pedigree. James Wan. Yeah. I respect him as a director. Good. So it's it's encouraging. It's encouraging that it got it's getting good reviews. Right? That's awesome. <laughs> I, I yeah, I'm I'm like we talked about this before. We want DC to succeed. We want we're looking for that that great, you know, Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, what what have you. We want that. We, you know, the fans, we want something that we can sink our teeth into. You know, cuz you, you think about it, uh Christopher Nolan's Batman. That wasn't that long ago, right? That was uh, well, Dark Knight was 08, so that was 10 years ago. Okay. I think I think the Batman was 2005. Uh, Batman Begins was 2005. Really? Okay. Christopher Nolan's Batman. Th- those are fantastic. Those are really really good films. So, you know, I want that. I want I want DC to succeed. Okay, so this is what we have. This is according to Wikipedia. So take it with a grain of salt. Uh, you have Aquaman come in December. Shazam in 2019, Wonder Woman 2 in 2019. Mm-hmm. This is listing Cyborg and Green Lantern Corps for 2020. And then in development, which we know this is going to change, listen to this list. Batgirl, The Batman, Black Adam, Flashpoint, Gotham City Sirens, Justice League Dark, Nightwing, Suicide Squad 2, Untitled Birds of Prey film, Untitled Deadshot film, Untitled Deathstroke film, Untitled Harley Quinn film, Untitled Harley Quinn and the Joker film, Untitled Justice League sequel, Untitled Lobo film, Untitled Man of Steel sequel. <laughs> Whoa, dude, how when was this article written? Uh, I don't know. Wow, because I think after JLA, they just took that <laughs> that eraser and just whoop wiped all that stuff out. All right, well, I well, think. Batgirl, we could take Batgirl off, right? Yeah. Um, probably Nightwing too, right? Yeah. Uh huh. I think any uh, yeah. individual... And maybe Justice League sequel, too, you might have to take off. Sure. I think out of those I listed, uh, the Man of Steel sequel is probably the most... And Flashpoint. Part of two that will probably most likely get made from that list. Henry Cavill, I mean, do, do you know what his contract is like? Like, how many more of these things he's he's obligated to do? Um, no, but I read something about Man of Steel, too, where they were... I think they were looking for Matthew Vaughn to do it. Okay. So I, I think right and direct. Mark my uh, words, this third Superman's gonna—they're gonna nail it. I have a feeling. I've got a good feeling about it. If ever it comes out, I think they're gonna nail it. Yeah, I think. I think they have a good chance of it. Let me see. I just got an article. When was this written? Oh, I think after the Justice League, that I—they were probably just banking on these are known characters. It should do well regardless of what's on screen. It's gonna make a lot of money. And when they realize, no, you gotta have to have a legitimate story behind it to to give it some weight, that they're gonna do their homework and uh, you know like and a little new direction. You know, I think we talked about this one time that they do have someone new in charge of the DC Cinematic Universe, and they're gonna make these considerations. And so I'm, I'm very very hopeful for these future DC films 
and uh, you know, I and you you know, if Aquaman fails, I'll give that a pass because it's it's maybe still in the same vein of what's been going on. But for future right. DC films, I'm gonna be optimistic, and and they should use <coughs> again if Aquaman doesn't do well, and Wonder Woman two should be that springboard for a brighter future for their universe. Well, I think I, I think Aquaman two has. I mean, Aquaman two. I think Aquaman has the bones to be good because it's it's kind of away from that Zack Snyder thing. Mm. And and I hate I feel like we're crapping on Zack Snyder. But Superman also because just if Justice League did one thing right, it's it brought back that hopeful Superman. You know, his costume was lighter in color, yeah. his attitude was better. You know, I think they made it either Joss Whedon, whoever wrote the line, but he's like civilians, you know, because he didn't do that in Man of Steel or Batman yeah. or Superman. You know, he's so he saves a whole apartment building full of people. But um, so that whoever does Man of Steel two gets to work off of that Superman, right? They're and, trying. And, They're trying. Right, right. And Wonder Woman, when it was given to Patty Jenkins to do what she did, she did a great job with it. So I think Aquaman giving to James Wan, free of all the other stuff, I yeah. think he's gonna do a good job with it. Yeah, know? I'm super hopeful. Very, yes, very that's... hopeful. And I and I and I, and I, I definitely wish them well. I, I don't. I don't like poo-pooing on DC. <laughs> I want it. Yeah. I want it to be good. Because, I, man, I love Christopher Reeve's Superman. I loved it. Like I said, I loved Nolan's Batman. I, I had fun with the, the older Batman flicks. They were fun. You know, I don't hate them. They are fun. I want them all to succeed. I want them all to be good. Because you know what, dude? We talked about this before with, with Blade uh, or even just watching um, crappy Marvel movies. You, you watch it because you wanted more. You wanted them to keep trying to make more, you know? And uh, yeah, same thing with DC. If they do well, then they're just gonna—they're gonna really try hard to make better movies, right? I mean, what, remember Superman Returns? We were how forward we were looking at that, especially because they were coming off of Batman Begins. We're like, oh my god, Superman Returns is gonna be incredible. Yeah, and it wasn't. No, you know? no, it wasn't. It was very disappointing. And then we wanted so badly for Man of Steel to be good, and it wasn't. And yeah. I'm like, you're killing me. You guys are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm hopeful too, and. And you know it's it's good news that Aquaman's getting decent buzz this early on. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. All right. You ready for some quick hits? Quick hits. All right. We're gonna do some quick hits. <laughs> I'm still What's working it? on the jingle. Right. No, I like that. It's good enough. What's the first quick hit, my friend? <laughs> uh, uh. Quicker. I know. Shush. DC and Marvel acknowledge each other. Existing, their universes existing in each other's comic. Oh, how glorious! Yeah, nerd fans <laughs> rejoice. So basically, what happened was in a recent Marvel comic book, um, they were going like they have a character a hero named Captain Marvel who will be getting her own movie, um, and they were doing something where they were showing her different versions of Captain Marvels from different uh, dimensions or universes, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> a cutoff part of the picture was actually Captain Marvel Jr. So, you, you know, to avoid copyright issues, they, they didn't show the whole costume, but, you, you know, they give you, they kind of imply that it's Captain Marvel Jr. Okay. Uh, so that's Marvel kind of saying, yes, we know DC exists. And then this week, DC released a comic book <clears throat> where their hero, Booster Gold, um, he's doing, some, you know, he's with Superman and he mentions, uh, he has a uh, a robot like sidekick, mm-hmm. and he calls him Alfred. And the robot sidekick goes, "Sir, please don't call me Alfred." 
And he goes, well, I can't call you Jarvis. That would cause me any problems or something like that. <laughs> so that's them acknowledging that Jarvis and the Avengers exist, or at least the movies <laughs> yeah. exist in the DC universe. Well, so it's yeah. pretty cool to see that in the comic books. I think the bigger story, when we, when we talked about what we're going to do for quick hits, the question is, is if, if Marvel's acknowledging DC and DC's acknowledging Marvel, does that mean something's planned for the future? Well, it is weird that they came one week after each other. Right. Because for this to be coincidence, I mean, you could always say it's coincidence, but for it to be exactly a week apart, because mm-hmm. again, these books are written months ahead of time. Right. So, I don't know. Are they suddenly <laughs> dropping hints that there's going to be another cross-wide, uh, company-wide crossover? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last one that we know of when they Amalgam. did... Yeah, they did DC versus Marvel, which morphed into the Amalgam comics right. for a few months. And uh, money-wise, it's successful. Some of the books were hit or miss, but um, pretty much it, it was a good... It was a nice read. You know, nothing exciting. No <laughs> universe changing it. Um, but I wonder if they're gearing up to do something. What do you think? Well, comic books in general, um, well, they need to do something, that's for sure, because comic books in general are, it's, hey, I hate to say it, it's its slowly dying. You know, right. it's, it is. So you know, doing something like this, if, if it sparks some interest in getting back to comic books again, yeah, why not? You know, I, I like to see that uh, happen. I mean, I remember when, when Amalgam came out, Marvel vs. DC, and they had the mixture of the characters. It wasn't the best stories in the world, but it was a cool gimmick. I dig that, uh, it, it, and and I'm sure it's going to hit the news and you know anything that that gets a lot of publicity for the comic book universe that should be fun. But the bottom line is this: if the stories are good, they have great writers around there. I'm I'm definitely on board. If they're just doing it for the sake of hey, let's do this just to make some noise and it's and it's poopy stories, that that's a big mistake, you know. Yeah, yeah. but then it'll it'll it'll, it'll inevitably bring uh, questions of. Well, will the movies cross over? You know, and which you'll never see that happen because there ain't no kind of money sharing going on in the movies. <laughs> They're not sharing that kind of money. Um, yeah, but we did because Mar- uh, Marvel had nothing to gain from that. <laughs> right? Yeah, they, they, it's it's all about the money. But we did a uh, a, a fun podcast earlier a couple months ago, uh, Avengers versus Justice League. Remember that one? I do. Yeah, that's a cool one to listen to because uh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Plugging your own show. Quick hits. All right, the cheetah is quite possibly going to be the villain for Wonder Woman too. All right, it's bound to happen. It, would yeah, it, would she, that be her major? I guess her most popular uh, adversary. So, yeah, yeah, I would think so. I, I think it's cheetah, yeah. and the story is pretty good because it's Barbara Minerva and they, they were friends in the beginning, and then something happened, and she's the cheetah, and they fight. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Um. Wonder Woman 2 is rumored to take place in the 80s during the Cold War. Oh, okay. Um, so that should be interesting because, mm-hmm. as stated in Justice League by Bruce Wayne, um, she went into hiding for like 100 years after the whole um, World War One episode. So it's going to be odd to see her. Or, or, I'm curious to see how they do Wonder Woman 2 without her being kind of like out there for the whole world to be like, hey, this woman exists. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll you see. know, yeah, yeah. I'm hopeful. <laughs> so am I. Yeah. Any other any other villains you'd like to see her fight? Uh, Wonder Woman. I, I was never a big Wonder Woman fan, right. uh, so I'm not really familiar with her her rogues gallery. Uh, Cheetah's the only one that really comes to mind. 
You know what would be pretty cool? Maybe instead of uh, whatever bad guy you'd have, but more of um, like a team-up, like Wonder Woman and Supergirl in a movie together. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. I'd like to see what that one looks like. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So yeah, that just to do something a little bit different than the regular, you know, kind of like Ant Man and Wasp, which is coming out soon, to have more of a pairing ups of 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 heroes doing a, a right. movie together. But you, you know? want the you you want the secondary hero to be not as popular to the not as popular where it, they might be able to carry their own movie. Because like Ant Man and Wasp, you understand the Wasp. Well, maybe in the future she could, but not right now. It'd be neat, because didn't they kind of allude maybe in Justice League that Batman and Wonder Woman may have something? Something romantic, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool to see. Or, but or, see, I don't, I don't, well, I don't want like a Batman or Superman in the Wonder Woman movie. I want her to, to kind of stand on her own. I mean, if they do a, another hero, I want it to be like a lesser hero. Name it. Yeah. Name um, it. Give me a hero. I would love for them to introduce Wonder Girl. Get the seeds, get the story moving for Teen oh. Titans or Titans, you Okay, know? yeah. They gotta start. I mean, you got Aquaman. You could have an Aqualad lad. You know, Robin's easy. You're just trying to build your Teen Titans, dude. Why can't I have the Teen Titans? <laughs> the penalty gave me and took away Nightwing. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Uh, Teen Titans? No. No. All right. Marvel. Oh, Marvel fans are petitioning Marvel to create a. Black Panther TV series that could be seen on Netflix, um, but not specifically about the Black Panther, but more about Wakanda. So kind of like an Agents of Shields, but out of Wakanda. Okay. And everybody's Wakandan, and they have their technology, and you know, just kind of discover more about Wakanda, how they became the country they became, and things along that line. Okay. It's interesting. I, I mean, would you watch that? Nope. No, 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 no. No, what I mean to say is that when when I think of the like the Netflix Marvel universe, they did Netflix mostly because it is man, you can't watch that stuff on regular TV. I mean, it's some of that stuff is pretty well, definitely adult natured, oh, and uh, and it's it's a rougher side of the Marvel universe, way more rougher than the than the cinematic universe. Right. Um, and so they're able to tell these kind of like low key stories with those kind of heroes you know the 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 earth level i guess i want to say but yeah on on the netflix version i don't know i mean what would wakanda do to to have that kind of level versus let's say they did it more on tv you know like shield for example um but yeah i don't know uh what would what would be about i mean well i I think it would just be kind of like wakandan society you know and just you could focus it maybe on the dora magi or um you know like lesser lesser people in the, in the royal family or, or you know something like that uh now the thing is this is disney's starting their own streaming service in 2019 so it seems that any new marvel tv that would go on streaming service will probably end up on the disney streaming service uh and not on netflix right because I, I believe disney's also started slowly pulling away their movies away from netflix yeah yeah so you know, Netflix is good for Marvel slash DC, I guess. It gives them an out to do really rough stuff without really associating themselves to Disney, if that makes any sense. You know, because Disney, do, they do wholesome films, you know. Um, not everything, but it's to see the Netflix versions of the characters, how 
like I said, how adult natured it gets, that's not typically a Disney theme, you know. Well, they're not saying they're not saying that the Disney streaming service is going to be like Disney Channel, but it's going to be Disney owned. And the fact is, I'm pretty sure like Daredevil all of them will eventually jump over to that streaming service, and um, if they continue, like I said, Netflix gives Marvel an out to do adult natured stuff. But they're also doing a, a live-action Star Wars show that's going to be on this Disney streaming service. So that might be more adult. You never know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Star Wars and Disney anymore. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what they're I'm, trying to do, you know? Yeah, I don't know that Disney is, is using the streaming service as a family wholesome thing. I think – I don't even know if it's going to be named Disney. It might be named something else. And anything that Disney does, they can put on there, including like the the hardcore, well, not the hardcore, but the the darker Marvel shows. And maybe they could do a Star Wars show that's a little bit uh, darker, you know, if if they're talking about the underworld and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you look up Wholesome in the dictionary and you're going to see Disney there. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have rules. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, Netflix gives it an out. Yeah, but why would Disney, sh- you know, because they have to pay Netflix or, or whatever they have to do. Well, you're assuming keep- that they could continue with uh, Iron Fist and, and Luke Cage. I mean, their their ratings aren't stellar. I mean, Daredevil's probably the. I think the best Iron Fist was. Yeah, Iron Fist already got greenlit for a second season. Why? Who knows? That's so bad. That curly haired bastard. <laughs> hey, come on. What? <laughs> I know, I agree with you. <laughs> Um, yeah, put the warning up for this one. All right. Quick hit. What's next? All right. Enough of that. Uh, Silver Surfer movie. Hey. Being written by Brian K. Vaughn. All right. Who I believe wrote the, uh, actually, I'm not going to say that. I might, I might have messed it up. I confused Brian Vaughn with, um, Matthew Vaughn. (laughs) Okay. One of them was a comic book writer. One of them who writes movies. Yeah, and this is supposedly a standalone Silver Surfer, so no Fantastic Fantastic Four in this one. No, but I don't know who's. It, I don't think it's a Marvel movie though, because because he's part of the Fox thing. Oh, okay. all right. Oh, yes, okay. Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. Okay. Now, but is this the guy that I was about to say he wrote the Kingsman movies? But that might be the other Vaughn. That might be Matthew Vaughn. Okay. Uh, about the uncertain future. All right, I'm reading this from. Gizmodo or io9 whatever it's called mm-hmm. as part of a wider report about the uncertain future fox adult focused superhero fair in the wake of the impending deal to bring the movie studio to the disney empire the hollywood reporter states that among the multiple marvel movies current fox currently has in the works two secret projects one is a dr doom solo movie and will come from oh noah hawley he's pretty good and the other appears to be Marvel's iconic shiny surf, surfer bro. Nord Rad also the Silver Surfer. Surfer bro. <laughs> right. I can't believe they called him that. Surfer bro, dude. Yeah, no. Surfer bro of the Cosmics. Hmm. Okay. No other details of the move were revealed by the Hollywood Reporter. Other descriptions is currently being written by Brian K. Vaughan. Co-creator of Saga, Why the X-Man. Why the Last Man. And runways. Now that should be a movie. I think they're trying to make Y a uh, TV show. No, I'm down with that one. Netflix would be better, but yeah, but I could see it as an AMC show too. Okay, yeah, Silver Surfer. Uh, 
any storylines that pop out? I really don't know. I was trying to think at the top of my head. It's like, man, what are some major Silver Surfer storylines without the Fantastic Four? And I honestly can't think of any. Well, I think his origin is the best about Galactus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. But other than that, I can't think of any specific major Silver Surfer storylines. Yeah, I can't. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and I read Silver Surfer too, so that's... That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> but I was yeah. never into the cosmic heroes anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Yeah, I read Silver Surfer mostly after Infinity Gauntlet because he played a major, major role in that one. And then right. uh, I think Ron Lim kind of drew him after that, So that, which is he's a great artist. Um, but yeah, you know, kind of think of it. I did read his books, but nothing really pops into my head. Hmm. Well, good. Good, good luck. <laughs> I hope it does well. <laughs> I want to see, you know, if they do the Silver Surfer, I want to see a badass Galactus because the Fantastic Four did not do him justice. I want to see a scary world eater. That's what I want to see. Oh, my God. The Fantastic Four was awful. Yeah. I don't think I was, they even... I was oh, almost shit. as bad as Green Lantern Parallax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see a scary... Like, something that's going to make people of earth their knees quake when they see like oh my god what is that yeah i mean he's a world leader you got to feel like the world's at risk yeah exactly that that's that's going to be the movie i want to see all right okay all right and finally Mm -hmm. finally yeah and finally uh kind of in tune with kevin smith um stanley has been canceling comic book uh, convention appearances uh, because he's got pneumonia oh boy so, are we, uh, should we be worried about Mr. Lee? Well, of course, definitely, yeah. You're in the medical field, tell us the truth. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy having pneumonia when you're older, that's for sure, right? Um, well, pray for him, you know. Absolutely. All your Marvel guys, uh, or, you know, everyone, you know, send the guy a little prayer. He's, he's, it's, it's gonna be helpful, that's for sure. That's just my opinion. But yeah, not, not looking good for Stan. Hopefully he bounces back. Yeah, and you got to wonder what emotional toll losing his wife a few months ago has done for him, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Stan Lee is not the kind of guy that just stands at home. I mean, he is one active guy. I mean, yeah. to be in his 90s and do what he does and, you know, and I'm sure he's he's you know always scheduled to do some sort of interview or sign this and sign that i mean the guy is just constantly constantly active and uh you know it's can't escape age you know it just it happens yeah exactly so i'm i'm you know i'm a little i don't like that it came so soon after him being hospitalized yeah yeah that's that's the worry part about it is sure uh, you know he had a he had a great cameo in black panther yeah um, uh-huh. i think tell me if you read this did you read that if any war would be his last cameo like they were going to stop the cameos when they start the new phase no i didn't read that i thought i read that somewhere Not you know this what Infinity i, I war. thought i did no. read that oh. next year's affinity war yeah I, I think i i don't know i'm playing with my brain here but i know at one I, point he someone filmed like his like five of his in a row. Right. That's that's what I remember reading. Something yeah, like I can't he, remember which he director pre- was. Recorded particular things uh, for the future. Right. He filmed like 
five cameos and one director did them all. Was it Peter Gunn, I think? Peter Gunn? Did yeah, from uh, Guardians. Did he film his list? Um, Here we go. Uh, so this is September. Right. Stanley has filmed five more MCU cameos. Right. Um, Stanley has already filmed several more Marvel Cinematic Universe cameos, including one for Avengers 4. Right. When it comes to the world of superheroes and comic books, I'm reading this off of Screen Rant. Uh, at age 94, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it was already known that Lee had done a cameo for Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Lee, uh, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Avengers 4. So I'm thinking after Avengers 4, after that phase ends, I think we're done with the Stan Lee cameos, whether he's around or not. Could be. Could uh, be. I, I would have liked they had Stan Lee be a watcher. But they kind of like nixed that in the last Guardians. Was it Guardians? Yeah, I mean he was talking to the Watchers. Yeah, that's like, right. I thought he was that, like an agent of the Watchers, you know. Right. I thought that would have been cool if he was a Watcher. A Watcher. Yeah, because yeah, that would make the most sense out of all this. Is why you would see him in so many movies. Uh, it says noticeably missing is Captain Marvel. So they don't know if he'll be cameoing in Captain Marvel, which is March twenty nineteen. That can't be right. Okay. As Lee's cameo, no. Yeah, so it doesn't say anything about what we just said. Okay, very good. But yeah, so yeah, you know, get well, Stanley, get well, Kevin Smith. Absolutely. 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 All right. All right. All right. And that's all we have for quick hits. And, uh, but Alan, you have some, um, uh, we had some call-ins to our anchor show you wanted to talk about. I guess so. Yes, we actually got some call-ins. <laughs> so with the anchor app, you have the ability to actually call into the show and leave messages. And uh, we actually got quite a few recently, but one one kind of stood out to me. Uh, this this calling came from Mike Smith on Anchor, and he asked, "What was our favorite Nintendo game?" Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Is that all he asked, or did he, did that's he, it? He didn't say nice things to us or anything. <laughs> no, he says you guys suck. But what is your best Nintendo game? I just want to know. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, my my favorite was uh, Legend of Zelda Two: A Link to the Past. Oh. I really loved. I really loved that game. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I mean, I didn't have the original Zelda. My my cousin did, so I borrowed it. So when Zelda Two came out, I, I and it was cool. It was a gold. It was a gold uh, cartridge. Oh, that's pretty, pretty cool. sweet. Shiny gold cartridge. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Uh, yeah. I think mine was probably Contra. <laughs> Thinking back, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have. Yeah, didn't play a lot of games on those systems, but it, Contra was probably my favorite one. Uh, everyone knows the secret passcode in that one, uh, but that was a fun game where you would play, and it was neat. It was one of those, I don't know, was it the first co-op game, but it was pretty fun to play with. You know, I'd play with my brother and my cousins, and you, you know, just try and go as far as you could with it. So, yeah, Contra. So, so, so was it uh, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, A, B? Select yeah. start or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's a select start, yeah. Yeah. And that was like I think unlimited lives. Yeah. Which for goodness sakes lives. you needed like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that I mean that was a fun game though. Hell yeah, man. I, yeah. I'd always look for that the what was the gun? The spreader, I think it was called. Oh, I love that one. So it like four shoot, shots at one. Yeah, yeah. shoot like the whole entire screen. It's like you needed yeah. that thing. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Um I I think I forgot a quick hit. No. Oh. Um Someone, someone's costume debuted. Did you want to talk about that? Oh, that's breaking news. <laughs> oh, there's something in my ear. 
It's earwax. No, it's a sh it's a crappy costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they 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 caught a, like a little uh, behind the scenes picture of Zachary Levi. It's kind of like kind of the, the the back of him, but he's wearing the full on Captain Marvel outfit. What are your thoughts on that one? Two words: awful. <laughs> oh boy, he it's has awful. It looks like it looks like muscles. he bought it from a costume shop. Yeah, and 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 the the muscles look foam or something like like if you and I stuffed our our Halloween costume to look muscular. Right. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm kind of nervous. It's got to be a Joker. It's got. It can't be the costume. It can't be. It can't be the actual costume. Maybe it's a joke. Maybe it's Shazam pretending to be Shazam for Halloween. You know what I mean? Like, Shazam there's got to be a story. Well, it's around Christmas time because he's taking pictures around all these. Christmas decorations. Oh, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. That's true. But he just looks, he's got the hood too. Look at this stupid It's a hooded thing. one, yeah. I mean, other than the pat, I mean, do you think maybe they can just, that's kind of like, um, kind of like the model they go through before they throw some CG on it, maybe? No, he'd be wearing a green suit if it was going to be CG. Really? Wouldn't he? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've seen some behind-the-scenes uh, footage of the Justice League, and because apparently they animate his cape, and he was wearing his regular suit. They just threw an animated cape on. Whose cape? Superman. He wasn't wearing oh, really? anything. Yeah, he just threw on a cape. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, obviously, we don't know what the what the the story's about or why he's dressed like that. Um, but it looks like a legitimate. Filming yeah. picture, I guess, but I mean, if that's the final product, holy crap! That whole thing about DC being hopeful—that just went right out the door. They are asked <laughs> if that's the movie that they're going to put out. And, and that, here's the kill thing: I love Captain Marvel. I love him. I love. I watched, you know, the that was I think it was called the Shazam and Isis Hour when I was a kid. I loved it. They had like a short run cartoon. I love that too. I read the books. This this is crushing me. If this is gonna be the final product, well, you gotta remember he's been trolling the internet. Zach Levy's been trolling the internet the past two weeks, posting, you know, fake, whatever's like, oh, here's me in my costume, but he's got you know he's got the costume on underneath a big black coat that nobody can see. Well, I get um, that. Would you want to troll bad publicity though? I mean, this is almost making it look bad versus making it look something good. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm scared. I don't know. I'm scarred. <laughs> I'm scarred. Please. Do something right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Only time will tell, I guess. I, I yeah, so basically I hope I hope it's a joke or this is definitely like in the way super early stages of of, of you know, putting CG on this guy. Because yeah, so he, he Yeah. He yeah, he posted that picture of um you know him with the coat on, and then he posted his hairdo in the movie. Yeah, so you, you know they're filming something for sure. So that's why I don't think it's a it's a prank. I think it's a, a legitimate shot of the movie. I just don't under you know we're not in the movie business. Maybe this is the normal, you know, rough edges that that they do. Um, it could be that hey, wear this suit. Let's see how things look. Let's see how you move. I mean, again, we don't know the whole story behind this story. So hopefully, it's just. Uh, Super early production and, and trying to figure out what actually works and what doesn't work. 
anything's yeah. gonna be better than Nicolas Cage's Superman. That 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 was horrendous. I'm oh, that, that suit. Yeah, that, I mean the, no, the whole suit. deal. I mean Tim Burton talking up. Oh man, this is this looks great. It's like, what are you saying? Yeah. So yeah, nothing's gonna be worse than that. So yeah, I'm sure this is still super. I mean, uh, when's the release release? I have two words for you. 2020. What? Bat bat nipples. <laughs> <laughs> that was still better than what we saw in Shazam. That is true. Yeah. So like I said, nothing can be worse. Uh, than 2019 release date. Next no. year. R. Yes, sir. Oh boy. <laughs> So we have we have a whole year of, of looking at you know sneak sneaked pictures. Of There's that. no way that can be real. There's no. I mean, it doesn't even fit. Like like look at Wonder Woman and how well that was. How how legitimate her her outfit looked. It looked like something an Amazon uh, Amazonian Amazon woman would wear for yeah. fighting. You know, it was leather. It was tough. Had some you know protections and places and everything. It looked legit. Uh, this one, I don't know. It, it really looks like they went to Party City. Yeah. Yeah, and got one of those. That's why I feel like they're trolling or something. Oh, like I said, but if you do that, do you want to troll in a negative light? I mean, that's that's. Look, look at us today. We're we're like frowning upon this. Well, if 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 they're going for some kind of funny tone or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> Please, DC, do something right. Yeah, well, did well see, with this is what's going to happen. Aquaman's going to be a hit. Everyone's like, all right, DC's back. And then they're going to drop Shazam. And we're going to be like, oh. Oh, boy. Well, like I said, I'm sure it's super, super early to to, to judge. But as of right now, boy, it, it's terrible. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Reverse click it. And uh, do we have any more call-ins? So, thank you, Mike Smith. Um, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, mine. Contra Allen's. That's it. That's all you need to know. And was that Tony Colin? Uh, well, no, we got some praise. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know if I want to leave it for this show or the next show. Well, too late. We brought it up. All right. Well, <laughs> the Uber Uber fan Jay called in <laughs> saying how much he liked the Star the Star Wars episode. If you listen to our last episode, we we did a little. Not really a retrospective, but more of like what we went went on went on in our lives when when it first came out and how it affected us and and how it changed our lives and and Jay kind of chimed in about how he remembers his dad taking him to Star Wars, so that was pretty cool. So that's oh. that's exactly what we want to do. With this show is just how do you kind of go back and and kind of think of great thoughts of when you were a kid and and what you know this whole nerd or geek thing how it affected you and how it was such a cool thing back then. Right, and that's like you said. It's what we want out of our show. We want you got. We want by sharing our memories for it to trigger your memories. You know, not that you have to have the same exact experiences, but that we share the experience based around um, the geek nerd things we talk about. You know, whether exactly. it's you know, whether it's the toys we got for Christmas, or the TV shows we watched, or the movies we watched. Um, you know, we want we want those memories to come flooding back. We want that nostalgia hit. We want we want you to get the feels when you listen to some of these shows. You know. Boom. Boom. All right. I think that's all, huh? Yeah, it was a slow news week. Um, unless you're Kevin Smith, then you think it was a pretty big week. <laughs> um, again, get well to him and Stanley. Right. 
And uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, this weekend. Uh... You okay? Yeah, I was just thinking about the show we're doing this weekend, but I'm not going to bring it up. Listen, listen Let's bring for it us up. to drop a new show this Let's weekend. Let's bring it up. Bring it up. You want to bring um, it up? Sure. No, I don't want to. Oh, God. Let me be surprised. Let me be surprised. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a surprise, guys. Surprise. <laughs> All right, then. Then I think we're done, right? Yes, sir. Okay. This is Alan and signing off. Boy. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>